0: Which captain becomes a legend this year? We can't wait to find out. It's the Run to the Finals podcast. Round 26 for Big League Magazine. We're there. We're nearly at the semi-finals. It's so close. We're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call on 1-800-555-777. Maria Chialis, the editor of Big League Magazine, and Pam Wiley, the senior writers, uh, are in again. Welcome, girls. How are you feeling about spring is here, and we're all ready to go for semifinals?
1: Spring is here. Round 26. I'm so excited. Pam's wearing pink
2: lipstick. Woohoo! Got to <laughs> celebrate Woo. What, the small sorry, victories sorry. What in are life.
0: We, what are we celebrating?
2: Spring. Spring. Oh, okay. And round twenty-six. Of course. Woohoo! It's I've got allergies, so it's not that great. <laughs> but you
0: know, it's been years since I've worn pink lipstick to celebrate <laughs> the spring. Uh, big show lined up for you today. We're going to get across all the headlines that we've had from the world of rugby league over the last seven days. Uh, we're also going to have a look at the magazine, the Big League magazine. What's in it this week? Uh, have a look at these uh, game by game. We've got a special guest today, Nathan Friend. The tireless hooker for the Gold Coast Titans. What a career he's had. 16 seasons. Um, He has squeezed the lemon and done very well. Uh, Have a chat with Nathan today. Chris Kennedy, CK1, as he is affectionately known around here, will give us uh, all our fantasy updates. And we'll also have our update on our fearless predictions, our social media star of the week, and a brand new competition to announce uh, a little bit later as well. But as we mentioned, uh, lots to talk about from the world of rugby league. Let's go to a couple of big stories first up. Uh, Robbie Farrow, it's been reported. South Sydney Rabbitohs, is going to happen within the next 48 hours, not the Cronulla Sharks. What your initial thoughts on that, Maria?
1: Um, I'm happy Robbie will find a club next year. I think it'll be a good move, maybe a bit refreshing for him. it has been at the Tigers for a really long time. I agree. Yeah, it's sad the way everything's panned out, but um, if he can stay in the NRL, that's a good um, outcome, I think.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think... Um, I think South were kind of one of the first clubs that were mentioned mm. when he kind of became available, I guess. Um, so it seems like it makes sense that he would go there. They're in obviously in the hunt for someone to um, fill in there, hooker. So it seems like a perfect fit.
0: What does it mean for Cameron McGuinness? What does it mean for Damien Cook?
2: Oh, who what? knows? There were mm. so many hookers yeah. on the
1: market. Well, Mitch Rain as well. Mitch Rain is another is. one. Yeah. Um, of which which clubs need one? I mean, look, Cronulla signed Manai Cherrington, who ironically has been in, in the shadows because of Robbie Farah for yes. so many years at the Tigers. Yes. Um, maybe they would want another sort of more seasoned person
0: yeah in the retirement of I would Mick imagine. Ennis yeah. Um, yeah who knows it's a, it's a merry go round and we may not have everyone sitting in their seats until much later on towards 2017 now Benji Marshall he's come out today and said you know I'm really comfortable with my decision to knock back 350,000 dollars I don't know he hasn't got himself a club for next year uh, they don't seem to be knocking down his door in fact he's knocking down their door He's ringing up the CEOs and the coaches. Pam, uh, this is almost unprecedented.
2: It's a bit of an odd move, isn't it, to be calling and saying, hey, do you do you want me to come to your club next year? But I guess um, I like it. it's what he needs to do. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's putting himself out there. He's admitted, okay, maybe that was a bad decision to knock back that deal. But, um, I mean, if he wants to keep playing, it's what he's got to do. So I'll, I'll, I'm I'll, sure there would be a spot for him at a club somewhere.
0: I love the comedy. He made. he said, "I don't want to be thinking about what you know whether I did everything to try and secure exactly." That. So that one that yeah. tells me he's very keen to do it. To the fact that he's prepared to uh, pick up the phone and make mm-hmm. the calls, and then go to the face to face meetings. I think that's really important as well. Yeah. So the right he'll connect with the right person, and I mean the coach. He'll connect with the right person, and if it's the right fit, then um, he'll get paid not much. But they'll say, okay, if, you can, if we can help you maximise your earnings away from football,
2: mm-hmm. then we're
0: happy to do that as well. I know the Melbourne Storm around, they looked very closely at him when he came back to the NRL because they have such a strong New Zealand contingent down there that are followers of them. They, they recognise that Benji Marshall as a draw card would still work for them. Not sure if it still works two years later. But maybe that's an option for him.
1: That'd be a great move. And they have a history of picking up players who you think are sort of in the twilight. Um, and Correct. The thing that I do wonder about, though, is that through the week they signed five of their young players, re-signed five of their young players, um, Nelson, Solomona, yep. Ches Blair, Felice Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich and Mark Nichols. Yeah. So you've got to think that's going to take up a little bit of salary cap space.
2: Uh, yes, they won't it, need th- much for Benji though. If that's he's true. he's desperately yeah. trying to find a club. So, yeah.
1: and you do get well. He would you do get still get the marquee player allowance. Is that around? Yeah, I yeah. think so. But yeah. that's only yeah. like
0: that would be swallowed up
2: two hundred
1: grand. that. Like of course, that. Yeah. they've by got a lot of marquee players. Uh, anyway. Slater
0: Smith yeah. It'd be really mm-hmm. interesting. The wild card in all of this is Billy Slater. Yeah, yeah. He is the complete wildcard. You would think he's in there when you throw marquee in there. He'd be in there at one one point two. On their salary cap, they haven't had him all year. Injured round one, he, from all reports, is very keen to come back to the National Rugby League.
1: Do you know what else? Though he started writing his autobiography last week,
0: dun, 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 dun. which is interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but of course, they, you know, he wants to wait till February to see how it goes and all that. But uh
0: yes, yeah, so he wants to wait till February. Yes, the Melbourne Storm. You say, oh, what if he gets to February and goes, you know, what? It's no good. And they go, well, hang on a minute. We've missed out on this player, this player, this player. Exactly. Um, In saying that, you would have to think that they would have worked a uh, post-football career into something for Billy there, whether it be back in Queensland. I know he's got all sorts of commercial arrangements Mm -hmm. um, up there in Queensland as well. So um, I'll have to wait and see that one. Uh, Minor premiership, $100,000. Speaking of the Melbourne Storm, Matt Tripp came out and said, it's embarrassing when you compare Mm. it to the AFL. And it's not necessarily the fact that, People need more money to have further incentive to win the minor premiership. It's a prestige thing. It's a hey, we're a fully professional competition, and this is what you win: hundred thousand dollars. It's chump change, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I think. What do they get for the Auckland Nines as well? So the three
0: hundred and seventy, if you win it.
2: Yeah. So. Um- doesn't really add up there, does it? Like not at all. Not over 26 rounds to kind of get that prize at the end of it. I know it's not the ultimate prize and I know that's obviously not what they're um, kind of aiming for, but it is a nice little incentive to finish at the top.
1: I feel like it's just, it's a very typically rugby league story where someone says something and some other people take it and now it's gotten here. Like did they care last year? Did they care the year before that? Why is this a thing? If they had a problem with it, why don't they go to the NRL? Why are we talking about this? Yeah, I but if care. it's
0: problematic, doesn't matter if it wasn't raised last year. I You're
1: suppose, not- but, but what people take things and run with them and they get so angry about them and I feel like there's a solution if everyone just stops for a minute and calms down and doesn't bag it constantly and goes into meetings and it'll be okay. It's going to be okay. It,
0: it will be okay, but... Unless you make noise, what do they say? The the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So, Mm -hmm. from that point of view, I understand why they're doing it. Um, And I think it should be upped as well. See, if it's $400,000 to win the comp, then you get a return on that anyway, because you sell a lot of t shirts, you sell a lot of memberships, and people turn up to your games the next year. So, you actually get your revenues out of winning a comp. You don't, like, no one ever bought a minor premiership t shirt. Oh. Well, come on. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Granada fans will. You know, that's, yeah, that's it's but a, a little don't, bit they different. Don't have
0: premiership t-shirt. Just kidding, <laughs> sharkies. Not yet anyway. Not yet. Five weeks away. <laughs> Settle down. Settle down. Speaking of sharkies, let's segue into that one. Andrew mm-hmm. Fafida, Strike Force Raptor has been in contact with him and said, Look, um, consorting with criminals. Look, it's it's just an unwanted headline at a time when yeah. we should be focusing on the footy.
2: Yeah, and I think he, they've just kind of He's kind of come out and said, "Oh, I think no." The CEO said, um, Gorman, yeah. "Yeah, right." Just said, "Oh, you know, he keeps in contact with you know a lot of his friends and family and things like that from the West people that he grew up with." So, um, it is what it, You just don't need that kind of headline, I guess, at this at this time of the year. But I don't really think it's anything to fuss about. Hey, where are we were going to play the semi-finals
0: because oh. ANZ Stadium is potentially booked. We know that Suncorp Stadium is booked. Um, we've got that Saturday night game. Uh, that's the Swans up against the GWS side. Uh, up at Suncorp, there's a Saturday night game. It's the Wallabies up against the Springboks. It would seem that the Broncos are going to get that Saturday night semi-final spot, so they're going to have to move that. Then they're going to have to move whoever was supposed to get the Sunday spot, and they're going to have to move that again. So we're all over the place at the mm, moment,
1: all over the place. And um, uh, there was talk of maybe a double header. Um, well, in, hypothetically, uh, Sharks Raiders and Bulldogs Penrith at Allianz. Yes. But the last time they did a doubleheader at Allianz, yes. not a lot of people went. That was 2013. And I think the NRL said... Was it that far ago? Yeah, I think the NRL said, oh, don't know if we'll give this a go again. Right. Um, but I wouldn't mind a doubleheader. I think both those games yeah. would be pretty great. Um, And personally, as a rugby league fan, I'd stick around for both of them. I think most people would you
0: yeah, for money. Yeah. Was there mass walkouts? I think who was it? It's it was that was the Sharks Cowboys yeah. game, wasn't it? When they scored on the yep. seventh tackle, and then it was That's Roosters v Manly, which was a classic four nil. Yeah. To the Roosters.
1: <laughs> I think maybe. No, I no, think I'm, I'm no it was a classic game. It really was a classic <laughs> game. But, <it's> just, <laughs> but when you do no say one. it, like four nil, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it was, it was a classic
2: fun. game. <laughs> it was good.
1: I think it's just hard because people walk in and out, and you know they go to get food, or they, they want to beat the traffic, or they want to miss the traffic, and you don't get that full sort of stadium the whole way through.
0: Yeah, That's the thing. Who goes to the footy <laughs> to miss the last 10 minutes? Like, yeah. that really yeah, irks me, unless me you're going to Allianz Stadium and you think, I want to beat I'm the just, traffic.
1: Like, that's the, gotta thing. Get out here. the payoff. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I've told you about my story when we were there on Anzac Day with the kids in the back. We got into the car park at 6 o'clock, got into the car. We left the car park at 7 o'clock. Mm, Can you imagine yeah. the meltdown? Six-year-old and a four-year-old? It's a nightmare. And, of course, my wife, she'd melt down too as well. so <laughs> it's a tough all-round, uh, tough all-round. Uh, some more signings. You mentioned the, the signings of the Melbourne Storm. CSI avava gee, he's been good.
1: He has been really he's good. has been so good this year. I'm surprised year. Manly let him go. I can't believe they yeah. let him go.
0: Um, we Look, they might not just have been able to match the offer, um, which which often happens as well. Isaac de he's talking about squeeze the lemon. He's going to do it again. Yeah. He's going around again, um, which is great to see. Nene McDonald, he's a good pick-up. He now, is good. He, depending on what you pay for him, of course, mm-hmm. um, and you know when you're at the Dragons, now you probably have to pay a little bit of overs. But I thought his his season has been very good. And Robbie Rocco, yeah, this is the interesting one, Pam, because everyone you speak to at the Newcastle Knights has such a rap on Robbie Rocco. And why is he leaving the club? And he's signing a one year deal with South Sydney. So yeah. do we start thinking Wayne Bennett's going to take him up to the Brisbane Broncos after that year? Do,
2: Maybe. um, I'm not too sure. I think people have a rap on him as well because he is a – he's very mature. He's a very mature person. He's doing civil engineering as well at university. He was considered – when they were trying to consider the captains at the start of this year as well, a lot of people thought um, that he might get the nod. Um, But I think his decision was because he wanted to be a part of a – a senior playing roster. He didn't feel like he could be a senior player in a club yet. He didn't feel like he's that much of a leader yet. So he wants to be a part of a, a team who has a lot of senior players. Obviously they do have that at, at South Sydney, Greg Inglis, Sam Burgess, blah, blah, blah. So Robbie Farah. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Farah now. Um, yeah, so I guess that's what his decision came down to. So um, And the one-year deal I think was because he's been injured for most of last year. And then Breaking this year, and yeah, yeah um, and he's back, I think, as well. So that was last year. And then this year, I think he's only played nine or so games combined in the last two mm. years. So I think that that's what that was about.
0: He's also Greg Bird's brother-in-law. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what that means, but anyway. Don't know what that <laughs> means, but uh, <laughs> in yes. a trivia. Uh, and finally, Aaron Woods, we mentioned uh, reading today, uh, on a drip. Don't you love a story of a oh. player on gets out of his bed, take rips the drip out, yeah. goes and plays at Leichhardt Oval on mm-hmm. Sunday yeah. in front of thousands of adoring fans?
1: Um, and also, uh, I don't know, it always happens around Origin. I'm always like a bit cynical about it, yeah. And I feel then I feel bad about being cynical about it because he probably is really sick, yeah. But um, I'm just like, oh, are you really though? I am.
0: Well, mm-hmm. apparently, if you're in hospital and you're on a drip, yeah, like you, you, like this. Maria's like, photo, it didn't happen. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Picks,
1: snap me, Aaron. Yeah, right, right.
0: Well, there you go. So, And apparently, he's been going through the club for the last couple of weeks. So, Kyle Lovett missed last week, and then Curtis and played, but he was crook. How uh,
1: gross, right? There's, that, to me, is like the grossest thing about being a, being a sports player. <laughs> Because you get what, sick. What, getting sick? Yeah, because it's like being on a cruise ship or something. It's like kindergarten, Yeah, it? once yeah
2: It's like being at uni and all of the oh, oh. germs oh. go through all the air conditioning so once someone sure. gets sick, everyone gets what sick. What a save there <laughs> from you,
0: Pam Whaley. I was thinking, wow, we're going to get some stories here. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we went air conditioning. Went, oh, Let's get back to football, Astros, please. Thank uh, you. Fair enough. It is the Run to the <laughs> Finals podcast brought to you by Big League Magazine. We're up to round 26. We're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give them a call. one 800 Triple seven.